Welcome to the MetaZen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. What's up, Moonbeams? I hope all is well and happy Tuesday. I hope you are having a great day. Welcome to episode 39, Led by the Feedback. Before we go any further, I do want to say that there's construction happening outside of my home. So if you hear any sudden booms or bumps or anything like that, that's all that's going on. But we got to get this work done. We have to take action and see these things through. So, anyway, welcome to episode 39. In this episode, we will be talking about feedback and how it's so necessary and so valuable when it comes to being successful, when it comes to making progress, when it becomes, when it comes to becoming the person that we want to be. So that's what we'll be discussing today. If this is your first time here, what's up? Salutations, greetings, hello, hi. How are you? I hope everything is going well, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you are coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? How is everything going? How are the kids? How is the business? Is it growing? How is the fitness plan going? We have, you know, a little bit over a couple weeks into the new year, but are you sticking to your goals? Are you making progress? Is the weight coming off? You know, how is your relationships? How are your friendships? Are you moving alone? Are you enjoying your peace? <laughs> In the first segment, we'll be talking about the two kinds of feedback. In the second segment, we will be talking about how sometimes we can respond to feedback the wrong way and how it pays to ask for feedback. And in the third segment, we'll be talking about looking for patterns. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one like it always is, and hopefully you can grab one nugget or one thing that can help you along the way. So without further ado, let's jump in in three, two, and one. Let go. Robert Allen said, there is no failure, only feedback. I must say that one of the hardest, hardest, but the best lesson or one of the best lessons I've learned today is feedback. Learning to leverage other people's feedback of me to grow, to change, to adapt, to evolve. It's been one of the toughest roles, but one of the most fruitful lessons I've learned. And it's because when you understand that there is a higher design to your existence and that God has people around you, and that God uses all the people around you to mirror you and your reality, to mirror how you show up, to reflect to you how you show up, to tell you and inform you how you show up, you're able to grow that much faster. You don't 
have to get in your own way and you don't have to interfere with your progress because you're open to the plan. You're open to the progress. Now, I must say that a lot of the learning that I had to do with feedback, I had to do over an extended period of time because I was around people. I was around, I was involved with friends and family and different people that were more likely to pass criticism off as feedback. And criticism and feedback do have things in common, but I do feel like criticism is created or manufactured to make you feel less than, to make you feel wrong and undeserved or unworthy. Feedback is given from a place of inspiration and information and wanting to see you change and grow and use the information to make you better genuinely and you know there have been so many different times where I even had to look through criticism to get to find the feedback and things and you know it wasn't always easy but I got it done you know like I've told y'all before I used to have a very bad attitude because I grew up feeling like I was always a burden to everybody and it made me brittle and it made me bristle or you know rough around the edges and you know, I had a very large, uh, very loud bark, and I just couldn't take other people telling me about me and my behavior. You know, my ability to hear about my behavior could only be contingent upon me being able to tell you about you. And I made that rule for myself. And because of that, I was growing at a much slower pace. I had to learn that feedback doesn't have to be positive or negative. Feedback can just be neutral because at the base level of all of it, feedback is merely results. Feedback is the results that you're getting back on your behavior. It's the results that you're getting back on your actions, on the things that you're doing. It's when you start to make feedback positive or negative is when things start to get tricky because if you make feedback positive, you can sometimes, you know, feed your ego and it can take you in the wrong direction. If you make feedback negative, then you can stall your growth and be stagnant and store those failures or those quote-unquote mistakes and still not grow the way you need to grow. But when you stay neutral and just see feedback as a result, is this getting you closer to your goals? It's getting you closer to your dream, closer to what it is you want to accomplish. That is all the information that you need. And once you get in the place of looking at feedback as being fundamentally neutral, you can save your time, save yourself so much time in aggravation. And I have moments just wishing I would have learned this earlier, but I needed it to take as long as it needed to take. Tim Fargo said, mistakes should be examined, learned from, and discarded, not dwelled upon and stored. And I feel like when you condition yourself to value mistakes, to value failure, when you condition yourself to have a growth mindset, then you can become more appreciative of things like feedback because you're not coming from a scarcity mindset where you feel like someone's trying to take something from you, where you're feeling like someone's telling you you're not trying hard enough or that you're not good enough. And when you get into those trenches, then again, it takes more time to come out of those, learn the lesson and move on. Like you've created twice the steps and twice the actions that are required to grow and progress in this moment. 
And I understand because you've probably spent a long time having me all your life. You spent a long time having people tell you that you're not good enough, telling you that you're too weird, or telling you that you're too bitch, you're too bad, telling you that you're too girly, too feminine, you're too masculine, or that you're too strange, or too queer, or that you're too black, or that you're too proper, you're too white, you're too articulate. And because of, because of a lot of that incessant judgment and criticism over the course of your life, you have a distorted view of feedback. And you feel like anytime someone gives you feedback, you have to have your guard up. You have to be ready to defend. You have to go on the defensive and stand up for yourself. And I'm here to tell you that you don't. I want to tell you that when you, as you get older and older, you learn that the people around you, whether they want to or not, they play a, they play a larger design in your life and who you're supposed to become. There are people that are supposed to tell you when you're messing up. There are supposed to be people in your life that are supposed to check you and tell you when you're getting things wrong. There are people in your life that's supposed to tell you and be there for you, whether you ask them to or not, and tell you that your business could be growing a lot more if you didn't have certain people around you, and that your business could be growing a lot more if you got more disciplined and got more serious about it. People that are supposed to tell you that you need to get therapy, but there you have to be open and you have to be open to leveraging that wisdom. Being successful doesn't come from you know, just from doing a lot of hard things, that's a part of it. But being successful comes from getting better at making better decisions more consistently. And in order to make better decisions and make them more consistently, you need more experience. You need to leverage feedback. You need to create a feedback loop that sets you up to be able to learn and watch your behavior and watch your actions more closely and more directly. Elon Musk said, I think it's very important to have a feedback loop where you're constantly thinking about what you've done and how you could be doing it better. And I think feedback, feedback loops are very important. For those of you who do not know what feedback loops are, feedback loops is pretty much when you feed the outputs or the results of your actions into a system to improve your process control. You feed into a system as input, but you, you do this to improve the habits or to improve the effects, to manage what you need to increase or decrease to get the desired result. I hope that makes sense. We'll have an episode about feedback loops anyway to get more into detail about that. But feedback can take different forms, whether you're getting feedback from different people, whether you're getting feedback from a computer, whether you're getting feedback from your Google Fit, tidbit, whatever it's called. Feedback can come from anywhere. And it's how you adopt it, how you incorporate it into your system to help grow your behavior, to help instill better habits, to help you achieve Peak performance. But before you can do that, you have to resist making feedback positive or negative and make it neutral. So often we can complicate the data that we receive by trying to give it context when it's neutral and it should just stay what it is. Results to help you get further or closer to your goal. Thank you.
Benjamin Franklin said, without continual growth and progress, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. It's been my experience that when we're living our lives and we're not really experiencing progress in any major area that's important to us, we start to feel depressed. We start to feel deprived. We feel unhappy. We feel like we should be somewhere else. We should be further along. And it's because progress makes us feel alive. So when we have constant progress over periods of time, then we're able to start developing confidence. And that confidence over a period of time starts to develop conviction because you know this thing inside and out. You love this thing and that love and that passion grows more and more and more. And we have to have that same attitude towards feedback, towards development, towards growth. I come from a family or a background of people who didn't have the tools to communicate properly. And there weren't any resources or anyone around to help steer the way we communicate with each other in a better direction. But in me being young and learning from very young that communication was a major problem, it inspired something in me to want to be a little better at communication. It took me a while to really get in my flow of communicating properly and optimally because I had a bad attitude and I had a bad attitude towards feedback. Because as a kid, very young, I got lots of feedback and lots of criticism about my behavior. And I spent a long time reeling, soaking and feeling not good enough and feeling undeserving and not feeling worthy. And anytime someone brings feedback to me, it has that trauma response. And I'm not going to let you put me back into that space of making me feel less than it. And so I didn't want to hear it. And I shut myself off from it. And I closed myself off from my progress. When you live your life and you're not making progress in any area that matters, you are pretty much dying. And that's because you have unexpressed potential that is not being realized, that doesn't get to come out, that doesn't get to be seen, felt, or experienced. Journals have always been very important to me because we get to record our thoughts. We get to record what we're going through, who we are at certain periods of time and what we're going, what we're going through. Now, I've always been someone who has set a goal of as each year, you know, ends and begins and each new year, I make it a goal to not bring the same problems that I had into the last year into the new year because in that regard, I'm able to grade myself as a problem solver and pay attention to whether I'm actually solving the problems that I'm having, if I'm getting to the bottom of the issues that I'm having because if I'm carrying the same problems into the new year, I don't get to discover the new puzzles, the new challenges, and the new things that God would have me to pick apart, to grow. I don't get a chance to free myself up to learn from all the new things because I'm still struggling with the problems of yesteryear, of yesterday, of yester century. 
Nowadays, it's actually a boundary for me. I actually don't enjoy spending time around people who tend to carry the same issues over and over because to me, that measures and shows me how well you're adapting and how well you're solving your problems. People that tend to kind of roam through the same maybe three to four problems. I'm having issues with my boyfriend or my girlfriend or I'm miserable at my job or I'm miserable with my bills or, you know, just, you know, a lot of the typical things or I don't have, have much, I don't have enough money to feed my kids or to get my kids shoes or whatever like that. It just, you know, it's nothing to know my situation. But with me, you only get a certain amount. You only get a window of time to complain or trip about a particular problem or situation. And it's not to rush you or not because I don't care, but it's to put a time limit on you and pressure you to take action and to get to the bottom of the problem that you're having so it doesn't have to plague you because as long as that problem is plaguing you, you're missing other things that the universe probably wants you to see that will help inform what it is you're supposed to be doing and who it is you're supposed to be right now. Winston Churchill said, criticism may not be agreeable, but it is necessary. It fulfills the same function as pain in the human body. It calls attention to an unhealthy state of things. That's a large reason why I've always been very big vulnerability and transparency, especially transparency, because I want to be clear and I want to be open and I'm going to be authentic and I want to be myself. And in, if there's any issues or if there's anything in my raw authenticity that shows up in someone else's world as offensive or whatever, I have the decision to make that change and to do something differently. But I'm also not hiding behind any distortion or any delusions or any lies or defenses or whatever. I'm allowing myself to be open and being able to see the garden that I have, you can see that I have nothing to hide. So with everything that's exposed, I can actually tweak my sense of authenticity. I can actually tweak whatever it is I need to tweak if it's necessary. All the people that you know and all the successful people that you love, they've had to overcome a great deal of feedback to be who they are now, to get to where they are now. And you are no different. You be no different. You know, whether you're starting a business, whether you're being an artist, a musician, whether you're working in corporate America, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're raising children, you will have to adhere to feedback. If you resist feedback, you will make your life harder. You will put a larger wedge or gap between you and happiness, between you and success, between you and that desired outcome. Bruce Lee said... Ever since I was a child, I have had this instinctive urge for expansion and growth. To me, the function and duty of a quality human being is the sincere and the honest development of one's potential. And I love this quote because it describes me to a team since I was a young kid. I've always wanted to be the smartest. I've always wanted to be the most talented. I always wanted to be the most kind-hearted. I always wanted to be the biggest giver. I always wanted to be the biggest helper. I always wanted to be a part of fixing things and making things beautiful and, you know, helping people, teaching people and changing people for the better. And... 
I had to learn that I wasn't going to be able to do those things without feedback. You have the free will to do things your way, whether you're teaching someone, whether you're dating someone, whether you're raising a child or whatever. But at some point, they're going to give you feedback on what you're doing, whether it's good or bad. But especially if it's not working and it requires improvement, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to them, especially if you want to be a leader, to have an open mind and have an open heart. You get to decide what you want to believe or what you want to use or adopt. But it's the beauty in having the openness to listen and having the space to take it in that will make you a stronger leader, that will make you a stronger listener, that will build and grow your character. When you date someone, you just can't do what you want to do. You have to consider their feelings. You have to consider their love languages. You have to consider what they've been through, who they've been through before you, and how all of that affects who they are and how all of that, you know, accumulates and culminates into the person that you're dating today. If you just try to date them and do what you want to do, you will crash and burn because you're not considering them and dating them and you don't know them to do that. And you just can't do that with anyone because feedback is how you keep the car on the road and have a nice smooth ride. Feedback is how you allow yourself to get into flow. Feedback is how you allow yourself to let a lot of things go so you can, you know, grow faster and get to that next level. But if you want to be someone that's hard to talk to, someone that's hard to bring feedback to, someone that's hard to share and share results with, then you will be stuck. You will remain in the same position. I know so many people that will remain in the same position because the moment you share anything or bring any feedback, they crumble into a ball, they fight, and they act up. And that's just not the move. Brian Herbert said, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. We all have to realize that as human beings, every day, all day, we have the opportunity to be students, to be learners, and to learn from each and everything that's around us. We might not be able to catch everything at all times, but it's when we build our identity around being a student and around being a lifelong learner, you know, that we'll be able to grow exponentially, that we'll be able to climb the highest heights, that we'll be able to do the most damage and make the biggest difference. Like I told y'all before, you know, I went through periods as a kid where I didn't always feel good enough, where I didn't always feel masculine enough, where people told me I wasn't masculine enough, where I wasn't like other boys, or I didn't do things like other people. But one thing that I knew that I did well, I was a phenomenal student. I knew that I was smart. I may not fix a car better than you. I may not play basketball better than you, but I can outstudy you. I can outwork you in the classroom. I can outread you, and I can outlearn you 
in my sleep. And I built a lot of my confidence, my identity in that because that's something that no one can ever take away from me. And when you're in school, you get the feedback on your performance, on your grades. On, I mean, you get the feedback on your performance to your grades. You know, how well you're doing in the class by the grades that you get on a quiz or a test or an exam. But when you're an adult and, you, you know, you don't have no one giving you grades on your performance. You just get feedback. You get feedback from other people. You get feedback in all types of different forms. But when you're able to take that feedback and take those grades, those results, and use those and make them a part of your flow, dude, you get to change and grow and be more of what you need to be, more of who you need to be to conquer and to take over and you can do phenomenal things. It makes you a great team player, a great leader. If you don't think so, I want to challenge you right now that starting today, get go to the store and buy a notebook for like 79 cents to a dollar and take stock of every expense that you make for a whole month. And when you take stock of every expense that you make for a whole month, you will have feedback on your spending habits. You will have feedback on what you tend to spend money on and how frequent and where you tend to shop the most. And then you can go right in, swoop right in, and you can make the changes the way you need to and fix whatever needs to be fixed. And you can do the same thing with your diet. Have a notebook that focuses on what you eat every day, all the time, whether it's an apple, whether it's two Cheetos here. Notate everything that you eat and watch your results, your feedback over the course of a month. And you will see so much and learn so much about your behavior. Feedback is designed to inform you as to what it is you're doing and how it is that you need to grow. And the more you create systems of feedback behind, around your behavior and around who you are as a person, you get to grow that much faster. Nowadays, I'm a little turned off by people who have an adverse reaction to feedback. I can still be patient or whatever, but it's just when I see them getting in their own way and not being able to grow the way they want to because they're getting feedback from so-and-so and it's holding them up. And the feedback is what they need to know and it's what they need to hear. They just don't want to accept it. They just don't want to hear it because it's easier to think you're doing nothing wrong or that you don't need to change anything. But that's not living in reality and that's not being someone who's setting themselves up to grow and do their best. So we have to be honest. We have to tell the truth. And we have to honor what's being put before us. Arnold H. Glassell said, improvement begins with I. And I love this quote because improvement does begin with I, but it also ends with T. And to me, improvement begins with I. So it starts with you and it ends with T. And it, you know, for me, that T stands for them. So, what I, you know, it starts with you and whatever actions you take, them, whoever's out there, whether that's a person, place, or thing, situation, it's going to give you feedback on what it is you need to grow or improve or do more of. And this relationship with feedback ultimately comes back to your relationship with having a growth mindset. There's a book by Carol Dweck called The Growth Mindset, and it's a phenomenal 
freaking read. I've read the book about four times, and it's definitely a book that I'll read maybe about five or six times a year, maybe no, no, uh, no less than three, but everyone should have it. And if you're interested in growing and just knowing that, you know, knowing that you can think differently and have different thoughts and that you don't have to come from a place of scarcity, it will scare you how much you will see life differently behind reading that book. But more than anything, it's just important to be able to create the feedback that you create a feedback loop or create some system of feedback in your life so you can get the results or so you can have something that tells you how you're doing and how it is you need to grow. If you're a singer or a musician, if you have a few friends, perform for them before you go out in public. You know, you probably have three, four friends and perform for them before you go out in public and allow them to give their honest view of you. And you kind of get to have the same experience, but with people you know. So they can actually give you feedback on your performance because the audience will give you feedback. Either way, you know, whether they clap or they don't, or, you know, you can tell in looking out there, you know, in the reaction of, you know, what your performance is given. There's results everywhere, but you have to learn how to see feedback as a result and not as scarcity as someone taking something away from you. Carol Dweck said, in a growth mindset, challenges are exciting rather than threatening. So rather than thinking, oh, I'm going to reveal my weakness. You say, wow, here's a chance to grow. And that's exactly how you safe-proof your learning mechanism, your ability to progress by changing your view and perception of weakness and of failure and of mistakes because there is no such thing. Those are just the moments. Those are just experiences that, that, you know, show you you need to lift more weights in that area that shows you you need more endurance. You need more experience in that thing, in that particular behavior or action. That's all. You just need more experience there. You just need more exercise in that particular arena. arena. Not that you suck, not that you're whack, not that you're horrible or that you're a horrible person and making about yourself worth and all of that because now you're taking it to because mistakes have nothing to do with who you are as a person mistakes are mistakes and mistakes are only limited to a particular experience or a particular situation or a particular decision and i really want y'all to get this because i need to get this aggressively i need to get this real bad before in the past because I wouldn't let myself grow. I was in my own way all the time because every time somebody wanted to tell me this or, you know, why are you talking so fast? Or why are you talking so aggressively? And, you know, why are you doing all of that? And it's because I was in a zone. I went through a period of my life where I was so used to fighting. I expected to fight all the time. I was so used to arguing. I was so used to defending my worth and defending my authenticity and defending who I am as a person that I was used to fighting all the time. I expected to fight in every situation, especially when people weren't being nice to me or they weren't telling me sweet nothings or things that made me feel good. Automatically thought that anything less of a sweet nothing was a stab or a dig and we gonna have to address that. We got a box, we got a lip box, we gotta talk, we gotta argue, we have to debate. And every situation doesn't take that. It takes an open mind and it takes an open heart because with both of those things, you can achieve success and you can achieve great things, insurmountable things, but it's up to you. Yeah.
Okay, Moonbeams, welcome to the air segment. In this segment, we challenge you to take action. We challenge you to do the things that you need to do to get you to the next level, to do the things that you need to do to become the person you've always known yourself to be. So without further ado, let's jump right in. The first letter is E, expel, meaning to force out. Expel all the doubts and false notions that you've heard about feedback. Understand that feedback is just another form of results. Feedback pretty much is results. Understand that feedback can be positive or negative, but it doesn't really have to be either of those things. You can keep it neutrally fundamental, just focusing on the results. Are the results taking you closer to your goal or further away? You know, if you're trying to lose weight, depending on what your diet is and what your workout regimen is, is going to affect the results you get when you step on the scale. So expel all the doubts that you have about feedback and stop getting so sensitive. It'll take time, but stop getting so sensitive when the people around you in life or the situations you find yourself in give you feedback about what you are doing well or what you aren't doing well or what needs to be improved. Have a tougher skin and expel all the misery and all the baggage that comes along with the feedback you've received in the past and start it with a new slate. Understand that your ability to accept feedback will dictate how fast and quickly you progress and how quickly you move and grow. If you're mad about receiving feedback or taking feedback, then you're going to grow a hell of a lot slower. There's no other way around it. The next letters are request. Request feedback. And I know this might sound unusual, but if you are listening to this podcast and you have a very fervent interest in improvement and personal development. So at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, then you have a relationship with feedback that probably isn't the most positive, but it isn't the most negative either. Or maybe it's getting better so you're feeling more confident about it but feel free to request feedback request feedback about the way that you communicate request feedback about the way you show about the way you do something that's important to you request feedback about the way you treat people understand that everything that everyone tells you you don't have to believe that's not the point of feedback feedback is to understand and take stock in how you show up and what the results are that you're getting. Now it's important to be aware that, you know, when you see patterns show up, you know, with myself, I had a very bad attitude. I was very aggressive, hyper aggressive for a long time. And I didn't want to accept that. But when tons and tons of people that don't know each other are giving you the same results, you can't refute it. And you have nothing to lose in trying to experiment and behave or do something another way. So request feedback sometimes and get a feel for how you show up. Get a feel for what people are thinking of you. This is not to be confused with caring with what people think of you, but just to kind of get a feel for what's out there, what results are in the streets, what people are thinking of you and how you're showing up in their reality. And the last letter is A, accept. 
accept that there are patterns to your behavior. There are patterns to the way you speak. There are patterns to the way you do things. And you may not think so, but that's how your brain keeps you safe because there are patterns to your behavior. There's patterns to everything that you do to keep you and your activity familiar and predictable for the most part to your brain. So it can predict the thinking patterns that need to accompany your behavior and your actions. So be aware of the patterns, be aware of the things that you do consistently because there lies the results that you will need to analyze, to change, to grow and to do things differently. Accept that people are around you to help you grow something in you, grow something more, to be more. If you're someone who has a bad attitude, one way or another, people will tell you, people will show you. If you have a great attitude, you'll see how that changes people. You'll see how that affects people. But more than anything, it's important to be aware of the patterns that you have and get on the same page with what people know to be true about you. Be aware of your own patterns and to come from a place of being ignorant to what it is that you do and how you behave or, you know, the actions that you perform, but to get on the page of understanding and knowing in advance, I know I do this, or I know I do this well, or I know this needs improvement. Oftentimes, so many of us, we have people that love us and want to help us and assist us along the way. But we get so touchy, we get so sensitive, we get so we get so resentful because we feel like their feedback is making us wrong. And it is important to know the difference between feedback and criticism because feedback is shared and given to you to help you grow and to inspire changing you. Criticism is designed to make you wrong and designed to probably make you feel inadequate and less than and undeserving. And as humans, I feel like for the most part, all of us know the differences in those. And if you have people that are sharing more criticism than feedback, you need to make those changes. You need to remove those people or else you're going to have a distorted view of feedback because there are many people trying to cloak feedback as criticism or trying to pass criticism off as feedback. And it's not the truth. So do what you need to do there. Now, there you have it. Expel, request, and accept. In the next episode, we will be discussing constant improvement. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or review and tell us what you think. Please don't forget to share these episodes with your friends and share these on social media as much as you can. If you feel led to, please donate to the podcast. It helps us greatly. Thank you for listening to the Medizine Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. And as always, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise. And goddammit, you are tough. See you later. Have a good one.